The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next, James and Betty team up with Bible teacher Beth Moore to explain the importance of God's Word in living free to win a life that is fully alive. I'm just going to be loving. I'm, I'm going to kind of walk away from that. And then we have lost our sword. Absolutely. There is nothing that the enemy wants us to do more as a people of God than to set down our Bibles. Mm. Nothing. Because when that happens, it won't just be a slippery slope. It will be an avalanche. I believe are sitting here in the fullness of God's Spirit and His love. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I welcome you to life today. Beth Moore is with us today. Would you welcome Beth? We're glad Beth is here. I'm so happy. I'm so thrilled to be sitting here with the two of you. <laughs> well, you bless us all. Now, you know, we give water to the thirsty and we feed the hungry and we set captives free. And Beth Moore, and our Wednesdays in the Word, that is fresh water, spiritual insight for you. And food. In many instances, meat to eat, you know nothing about until you experience it in Christ. And that's what Beth has been doing. She's been sharing, we're sharing with these wonderful people who love the Lord and love you, and they want you blessed. I'm holding here in my hand a series. This is where you have it on a flash drive. This is on uh, CDs. This is audio. And actually, we're sharing this series, which Beth has just done a couple of more teachings. Robert Morris, our pastor at Gateway, did teachings. He's got a book on living truly free. Beth's got a book now called Audacious. But Betty, the fact is that what we're sharing is because of something going on in your heart. When Betty began to listen to a teaching series that she and I did with Beth Moore when we first came together 10 years ago, we went to Colorado in a cabin. We talked about being fully alive. Mm -hmm. Betty is listening to these teachings, and she is so full of the love and life of God. She said, James, it's hard to believe that all this went out, you know, 10 years ago. And it's so important today. And all that we've learned, in addition to what we were sharing then, I just wish the whole church could hear it. Well, we are bringing back Fully Alive, plus you might say the expanded added version of insight that God has given us to live in fullness and freedom, fully alive. Christ said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly, that you might live your life amazed. Beth, Betty, and I have been married for over 52 years. I've been in ministry now over 53 years. But here's the thing. As a teenage boy, when I fell in love with Jesus and I was called to preach, I have been living for more than 50 years amazed in the presence of the Lord, in the power of His Holy Spirit, in the provision of his watch care and in his protection and oversight. And I am no less excited at age 72 than when he called me and I put the clay of my life in the master potter's hand. I am as excited about Jesus as ever. And I've been through a lot. We've had heartache and heartbreak. You lose a child, there is no way to describe what you feel. But I'm going to tell you, I know God is so real that no matter what you go through, he longs to be with you. He wants to be, listen closely to me, he wants to be your father. And he is looking for a family. 
that will love the Father and love one another. Do you realize that we have been left here on this earth on a divine mission assignment? Now, please hear what I'm saying to you. We do not need to be simply always looking for Jesus to come. He is here. He is in us. He has left another the same kind in us. He did not leave us here to hold the fort. He left us here to take enemy territory. He did not. He did not send us out as sheep in the midst of the wolves to be slaughtered. He sent us out to be walking in the midst of the wolves in the watch care of a mighty overseeing shepherd who is so full of love, watch care, and provision that he will direct our steps, our thoughts, and our ways. So we're here as his witnesses. You must understand, this is why you're on this earth. He is coming. We will look forward to the glorious appearing of the Lord, but he is looking forward to his glorious appearing in us, his children right now, and those who know him. Now, please listen to me. Jesus said, you are his body. The New, Test New Testament makes that clear. We're the body of Christ. That means we reveal Jesus. Jesus says, if you see me, you've seen the Father. He says, no one comes to the Father but by me. Now, if we're his body, we're supposed to be revealing to a world groping in darkness and defeat the living, loving, almighty God and Father. And we are his children. In a fatherless age, and I'll say this to you, Beth, and to Betty, we live in an age of fatherlessness, not only here in the United States, but all over the world. If there's ever been a time that the fatherless should be rushing to the church because they see the father's family revealed in the body of Christ and their heart hunger and their emptiness and their longing will lead them to rush into the arms of the father who is longing to hold them. Please, dear believer, it is high time for you to recognize that he didn't leave you here to get caught up discussing the times and the seasons. We may learn much about the last days and the end times, but right up until the time you meet him face to face or he comes, you are to be his witness. And you begin in Jerusalem at home, right there where you live and in the neighboring communities and to the ends of the earth. And you make disciples of the nations, teaching people in every nation to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love their neighbors as themselves. That's a divine mission assignment we're on. We will not back down. We will not bend. We will not bow before the gods of this earth. And we will not burn because the fourth man is with us as we face every challenge, every circumstance. And we will exalt him and he will lift us up. We yoke up with him and the yoke is light because he's got the load. And he wants us to walk with him, talk with him. And listen to me clearly. His sheep know his voice. They hear his voice. I believe with all my heart, this world in darkness, a church too often asleep, too often at ease in Zion, is about to hear the shepherd's voice. And I believe that holy remnant is going to stand up and reveal Jesus Christ and the Father that we're to know and love. Amen. Betty, you've said to me when I came in recently and told you about what I saw the church becoming, and I was speaking to men, and my wife looked at me and she said, that's the remnant. 
that's the remnant. I said, no, honey, I don't think that's the remnant, but it may be the remnant that awakens the remnant of God worldwide so that we see a mighty outpouring of his spirit and so many come to know Christ. Beth, I'm longing for the day when in my heart and the heart of all believers here and all over the world can say what Paul said. Think about this. The greatest Christian that ever lived, the greatest missionary, the greatest preacher, he didn't have a memorial service. He didn't have someone showing his life and even expressing open gratitude. We're told that more likely than not, he was led out of the prison outside Rome to a lonely place. His head pushed down on a rock and his head was severed from his body. In a moment, the head of the greatest Christian, the greatest preacher, the greatest missionary fell in the dirt. No one knew, no one watched, no one wept. But Beth, he said, I look forward to his glorious appearing. He will give me a crown of righteousness, a crown of life. He, the righteous one, will give it to me. He said, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith and I have finished the course. Therefore, this crown of righteousness, and I love the next phrase, which shall not only be given to me, Beth, but to, but to all. all those who love his appearing. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. We love his appearing because he has appeared to us and in us and revealed through us. And he's coming back to get a church adorned in his glory. If you want to know when he's coming, when the father says, son, there's the bride. The bride looks like you. Has nothing to do with numerical measurement, size, how big the church is, but how big he is in his church. And he will say, son, go get her. The bride's ready. Beth, Betty. I think all I can say is amen. We're just sitting here. Don't mind us. We're having personal revival here, James. Just go on with it. I'd like to say this goes to prove that you don't need a pulpit to preach, Betty. Because this is what kills me about you, that you can do just what you just did all in the Holy Spirit. I am so fired up in my bones. I hardly know what to do. Do you know when the Lord told me, think about this, when you're preaching in coliseums and stadiums, to record crowds. And the Lord said, you sit down beside your wife in a family room and you call the family in and you help them get to know the father. Here's a fatherless boy, the product of rape, who got to know the father. Thank you. And we have 11 grandchildren, three children, all of them in love with Jesus. Not because of this father, but because of that father. They fell in love with the father and they love one another in their family. We rejoice over that. That's what God wants. And I'm, t I'm telling you, Beth, when I heard God say, sit down, and Franklin Graham and Billy Graham and Jerry Falwell said, what are you doing sitting in a den by your wife in a family room? I said room? that too. <laughs> <laughs> are you going crazy? And Beth, and Beth, I, I said, I know I heard the Lord. And I said, but I need, I need some scripture to show me this sit down bit's okay. And the Lord said, the greatest sermon ever preached, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was sitting down when he preached the greatest sermon so ever delivered. That is so good. Now, I'm telling you, 
We have an opportunity right now to share what we've been here together in the last days and actually for 10 years talking about being fully alive. Beth, this freedom that the Lord invites us into, and I've tried to tell people when we're set free from bondage, we're not set free from the battle. And the enemy, the same enemy that tempted Jesus, and then when he went away, he said he'd make for another opportune time. He would wait for a moment when he could attack as a wolf, any point of vulnerability and bring a pack with him. Have you not seen this happen to so many believers who don't understand that when we're set free, we're set free to fight and we need to put on the armor of God and walk in the power of the Spirit in order to win? I mean, we've seen it over and over. And what becomes so frustrating, James, is that many will not admit to it where people out there could know that it is common to all of us exactly in the words that you just quoted from the Apostle Paul when he said, I fought the good fight. fight. He didn't call it a fight because it wasn't hard, because it didn't cause him to sweat and it did not cause him to have to press in and get back up when he'd been knocked down over and over again. I was looking up those verses when it says that Satan left and went watching for an opportune time. I don't know of anything that will just stick the hair up on the back of your neck like that, to know that he's looking for vulnerability in us that may come in the way of weakness. Maybe we're going through a time of brokenness or loss, or it could also be that we're going through a time of pride. Whatever it may be, where we're not watching at all, where we think, no, there, I mean, nothing could happen here. I'm just, I'm past that. I, I could never do that. And then that is when he comes in uh, for the attack. And it happens to all of us. I don't care how greatly spiritual a person may be. The enemy is coming to look, to kill, to steal and destroy. And it is across the board. And if we don't own up to it and say, I've been through the battle, you're going through the battle. It doesn't matter um, that we are people that are devoted to our daily quiet times, devoted to our churches. We are in a furious battle here. And listen, he plays dirty. I, I don't know if people realize just how mean his game is because he is going at that point of greatest weakness. He is getting us while we are down and it's just flooring what he is capable of doing if we don't realize what well, we can Well, and we do really don't have a choice to whether we're in the battle or not. That's absolutely I mean, right. As long as we're here on this earth where things are not perfect, we're going to have a battle. We're going to have a daily challenge. And it took me a long time as a young, as a Christian to realize that Satan was right, like you said, on my neck. Yes. Just waiting for every opportune minute. And I let him in a lot of times. Oh, and I did he, too. He beat me down with fear. And it, uh, just all kinds of stuff, you know, just stuff I didn't think much of myself. I didn't care. You know, I thought I'm insignificant. Yes. And he would just put all kinds of junk on me. And I had to realize that one day I had the power living within me. And it's God's Word. You know, we think the Word has been around a long time. It's in the past. It's our present and it's our future. And we better get used to it. I mean, I can go to His Word and I I can say, oh, I didn't see that before. But honestly, it was there before, you know. It's always been there. And maybe you've even highlighted it with your yellow highlighter. It's fresh again, so yes. it doesn't go. I mean, it's always here for us. If we and it's always relevant to the need in our life. It is. It's relevant to the need in our world today. 
Yeah, he says in the Old Testament, this is not an idle word for you. This is your life. Yes. And the word of God is what sets us free. And, and we don't just carry it in a leather binder. It's to be bound up in Absolutely. our heart. A body. And we don't carry the word. If we live the way God wants us to live, the word will carry us. Thank and you. we are literally carried by the spirit. When Jesus left those disciples here on this divine assignment, he said, you tarry. He had already said, until you're endued. Then he said, you wait until the Father pours out this power. And think about this, Beth. And this is one of the things that Beth was just touching on and Betty referenced. The enemy will tell every one of you in this studio and every one of you at home, you're not qualified. And he'll show you a dozen reasons you yes. have disqualified yourself. Yes. I remember one time after I'd experienced defeat, even though I'd experienced freedom and deliverance, I said, God, I have failed you. I'm not worthy. And it was as though God spoke to me with a megaphone or a bullhorn. He said, you never were worthy. You're not worthy. You never will be worthy. Worthy is a lamb. Now do what I told you to do. And you exalt the lamb. The Lamb of God that transforms hearts and minds. And I'm telling you, Beth, when we're walking that power, the people sitting here and watching home, the enemy's already told them a dozen reasons they're disqualified. But being defeated does not disqualify because he came inclining his ear to get us out of any ditch, any pit, if we were thrown in, fell in, or dug it ourselves and found ourselves in it, he's down here, I believe, on his knees saying, I'll lift you up out, out of every one of them. And you may go dig another one. He'll still be there waiting to lift you up. Yeah. And you know where he puts us? On a solid rock That's foundation. Right. You That's know what right. that is? That is the word of the living God. That's right. That is still proceeding from the mouth of God. That's right. He wants to talk to you. He doesn't want you just reading about him. He wants you to know him, an intimate fellowship. He wants you to be consumed by your love for him and the Holy Holy Spirit love flowing through you and through me like a river. This is what the whole world is waiting for, Absolutely. to behold him in his glory Absolutely. in his church. Absolutely. One of the things that I'm so concerned about for the church today, and when I say that, I mean believers in Christ all over the globe. But in our Western culture, one of the things that is happening is that Christianity is getting less and less and less popular. And so what we're going to see, I believe with all of my heart, is that in order to be more acceptable to our culture, that many believers in many churches and many denominations will begin distancing themselves from the scriptures. When you were talking about this is the sword That's of the it. spirit Absolutely. right here. And so because this is going to be that, that dividing line, this is going to be that sharp sword, what's going to happen is that many are going to say, well, I just want to be loving now, don't, don't worry that this is the very book that tells us to be loving and tells us how to be loving, but no, no, I'm just going to be loving. I'm, I'm going to kind of walk away from that. And then we have lost our sword. Absolutely. There is nothing that the enemy wants us to do more as a people of God than to set down our Bibles. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right. Because when that happens, it won't just be a slippery slope. It will be an avalanche. Yes. There will be such a fall. Uh, we will have lost um, the, the concrete of our truth. There will be no uh, other absolutes. And then what in the world are our children and grandchildren and their children going to know to believe when all their grandmothers and grandfathers did was just, I just want to love with the love of Jesus. We don't even know how to do that without the scriptures. So this is a concern to me. I'm not cynical about where we are in our culture by way of the church. I believe God is doing great things among the people of God all over the world and in this nation. But this does concern me because I am watching this. I'm watching this with some people that I love that have been, I mean, communicators of the scriptures. Let's just...
We're going to need to... That is not what we do. We become more zealous than we ever have. The more crafty, the more subtle, the more dangerous, damaging, and more mighty the enemy gets, and the gates of hell that are not to prevail, the more powerful they seem to be in the influence in this world, the more we stand up as a kingdom wall, a dike, resisting the forces of evil. And Beth, no matter how often someone misses the mark, no matter how often a person fails, we don't change God's word and his truth you, to Lord. accommodate our failures Dear or our weaknesses. Jesus. We Dear hold Jesus. a standard up and we return to the standard that corrects us. We don't use the standard to use it as a club on people. We use it as a beautiful, I believe, radiant light that is attractive because when Jesus is lifted up and exalted the way he wants to be through us, he will draw people unto the magnetic majesty of his character and who he is. So this is why we're here. Yes. We have been left right here, right now to be witnesses and to live by every word that's proceeding from the mouth of God. We're going to continue to talk about this and talk about freedom and fullness this week. And you don't want to miss it because we're going to do our best to help you understand why we've been left here. Important that I close this way, Beth and Betty. You say, well, who is the church? They're the blood-bought born again, baptized into Christ believers who have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and have come to know the Father as their heavenly and their personal Father. It has nothing to do with your sectarian denominational divides and walls. The move of God that is on this spirit when the sheep hear the shepherd's voice, he's going to lift us above every dividing wall we put up. And he's going to hedge us with the word you just referred to and we're going to be carried by it. Now, that is the reason that we're encouraging you to get fully alive. I'm at, and I mean not just get fully alive, the series, get fully alive <laughs> with the fullness of Christ in you. But I honestly believe that God has led us together to put into your hands what you will hear and hide in your heart. I'll make you a promise. You go through what is shared you go through it, you listen, you take your Bible, you take a notepad, you're going to have a brand new Bible when you get through seeing what it mm. looks like to be full. The Word of God is going to come alive, not only in your hand, but in your heart and in your life. And this is what God wants. Listen, this is the day the Lord has made. We are here for such a time as this. We must be people who have understanding of the times and who will be the light and salt that affects everything on this planet. He wants us to leave a kingdom imprint all over this earth. Betty, our little daughter is in heaven. I cannot describe adequately the kingdom footprints and imprint that girl left all over this planet. As I talked to her husband just this week, he said, James, I watch our wedding almost every other week. I watch it every month. I rejoice. He said, there'd never been a girl like that because she was consumed by the love and life of Jesus. We're all here, Beth, to leave a kingdom imprint. I'm asking you right now to go to lifetoday.org, dial that number, and say, I want that series. There are several ways that you can get it, and here's what we're asking you to do. As you make a gift, you're helping share the greatest gift of all, the life of God through Christ. You're going to be helping us at year end and beginning of the new year, right here in the season of giving and of thanksgiving. You are going to be helping us expand the outreaches of evangelism, undergird the outreaches that we have, and continue the outreaches of Life Strong to deliver the message that I believe will lead to the necessary next great spiritual awakening 
when his people stand up, hear his voice, and heed it. I hope you'll go online or call now and say, send me that series. I want it, and I want to live it. Introducing Fully Alive, a revolutionary new series that will empower you to walk in spiritual freedom and newness of life every day. Through eight power-packed audio messages, James and Betty Robison join with Beth Moore and Robert Morris to equip believers for victory. With teaching and testimony rooted in Scripture, Fully Alive is a powerful weapon in the fight to tear down the enemy's strongholds and help you live in the freedom and fullness of God's Holy Spirit power. Call now to receive Fully Alive on audio CD or USB flash drive with your gift of just $40 or more. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Fully Alive series along with two life-changing books, Audacious by Beth Moore and Truly Free by Robert Morris. Also, please consider a gift of $1,000 or more and you may request Majesty, our beautiful new bronze sculpture for 2016, featuring a buck in regal stats, reflecting the handiwork of God's creation. And remember, your gift today will help tens of thousands come to Christ through our evangelism efforts, including large outdoor crusades, film evangelism, and the many other outreaches where we are able to offer the hope and salvation of Jesus to a world in need. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Are you ready for the gospel of Jesus Christ? Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus said, go into all the world and share the gospel. Make it plain, demonstrate it to every creature, everywhere. And keep that picture in your mind. Every village in India, reach with the gospel, okay? In the nations throughout the world where Life Outreach International and its partners are working, there are multitudes of people who have not yet heard the good news of Jesus restoring love. This is our challenge, to reach them with the gospel. The only way we can continue these outreaches is for you to partner with us, and together we can provide not only the basics of life, but offer hope as we spread the gospel and win more souls in 2016 in over 15 nations. I want you to get Robert's book, Truly Free, along with the messages. Audacious, wow. I could just read the chapter titles and you would want to shout. I'm asking you to make the largest gift you can to help us take the message of life and freedom and fullness to the ends of this earth so the church will begin to look like Jesus. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. God bless all of you. Thank you so much for helping us share God's life, His truth, and you be fully alive. We want to help you.
Tomorrow, join James and Betty, along with best-selling author Robert Morris, as they discuss the power to overcome darkness and live fully alive. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.